Hi, folks. Welcome to Follow the Leader, a podcast focused on telling character-driven stories through the use of GM-less tabletop games where we can all take the lead. You can find us on Twitter at FTLCast and FTLCast.com. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash FTLCast. Today we're playing You Can Check Out Anytime You Like, But You Can Never Leave by Marn S. For those of you who are new to the game, here are the basics. You Can Check Out Anytime You Like is a hack of Mobile Frame Zero Firebrands about the world's only hotel removed from time and space. Create messy entanglements and inject surreal horror into the everyday. Fight with friends, kiss your doppelganger, ally with someone shady. I'm August, and you can find me at Harpydora on Twitter, and my pronouns are they, them. Playing with me today, we have... Hi, I'm Riley. Uh, my pronouns are he and they, and you can find me on Twitter at Rev Rybread. That's Rev like Reverend, Rybread like Rybread. I'm Jade. You can find me on Twitter at JadeOxidrose, and I use they, them pronouns. Hi, I am Zach. You can find me on Twitter at OfficeKindergod. You can find the music I do at IamBugbear.Bandcamp.com, and you can pay me to run your tabletop campaign. Uh, details on Twitter. You really should. He's a great GM. Can confirm. And a student. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the best way to, to make money while going to school. Yeah, fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, our lines, things we absolutely do not want to see, are homophobia, transphobia, racism, sexism, anti-Semitism, violence against children and animals, sexual assault, domestic violence or intimate partner violence, unwanted pregnancy, and plagues and pandemics. Our veils, which are things we're fine with addressing but we'll just fade to black on, are steamy situations, graphic descriptions of bodily harm, and terminal illness. Now that we've got all that, let's get started. Oh yeah, this is going to be a spooky theme episode. It is! The spooky theme fucking slaps! Love our spooky theme. Yeah. I would also call it <laughs> a spooky theme. It's so good. It's yeah. got funk. Yeah. It's, I don't know what it is. It does give me a groovy feel when I, when I listen back to it, like kind of a 70s kind of vibe. He's cool. So at the top, what we'd like to do is uh, Marn did a really great introduction to the game. Uh, so we thought it would be great to just go ahead and read the whole thing at the beginning because it's really, really good. So Riley, if you would like to take it from the top. Absolutely. Welcome to the Hotel California. 
the world's only hotel completely removed from time and space. We are proud to host guests of all time periods and alternate dimensions, manifesting wherever desperate and wary travelers need us most. No matter who you are or where or when you're from, your room will be ready just as soon as you step in the door. Please, do not be alarmed if your room suddenly shifts floors or several doors to the left. This is simply the hotel rearranging itself to create more vacancies. Our rates are flexible, so please, pay as much as you can afford. Our amenities include an outdoor courtyard and pool, an indoor gym, and day spa, a ballroom for conferences, an arcade and billiards room, several restaurants, the boiler room, the room with the blood-covered walls, the library, a parlor and billiards room, an in-house drugstore, the famous McKitty murder room, an indoor croquet court, a presidential suite, a sports bar and billiards room, vending machines, and ice machines. Please note that the outdoor courtyard and pool are closed until further notice. All doors to the outdoor courtyard and pool have been locked indefinitely. Please notify the staff if doors to the courtyard and pool are breached. Our staff pride themselves on being on call 24-7. If you find something not to your liking, feel free to ring the night manager at the front desk and they will try their best to accommodate you. Please note that we will not be accepting any further calls inquiring as to the whereabouts of the day manager. The investigation is ongoing and we have no more information to release at this time. The Hotel California is newly renovated for the 2020 season, helping to address recent reviews of the establishment being haunted and sincerely uncomfortable to pass the time in. Uh, while we cannot comment on the veracity of these reviews, we have removed wireless internet and cell phone service from hotel grounds to help our guests appreciate the amenities here even more than before. If you have constructive criticism, make sure to feel, fill out a feedback slip at the front desk. Please. Enjoy your indefinite stay at the Hotel California. We, what's that? A checkout time? <laughs> well, you're free to check out whenever you'd like, but whether the hotel chooses to let you leave, however, well, that's a different matter entirely. All right. Um, so like we said at the top, uh, you can check out anytime you like is a hack of Mobile Frame Zero Firebrands, uh, which means that play is separated into different minigames that uh, players can choose when it's their turn. Uh, a lot of times minigames will involve a player and uh, a chosen partner or partners, but there are also games that everyone's encouraged to play. Uh, as a side note, uh, Marn has been very generous and allowed us uh, playtest access to some bonus content, uh, a couple of bonus games for this episode. I don't know if they'll be out by the time the episode comes out, but just for our listeners, uh, these are like draft versions, so if they are out by the time this comes out, you know, if there are any differences, that's why. So, uh, shall we introduce our characters? I am super down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can just go to their website and get a feedback form. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Fucking wow. amazing. There's a link. There's a link at the back of the on the back of the PDF. Oh, yep. okay. Well, is is there an arg? Who could say? Who <laughs> <laughs> can say what is and isn't an arg, except for a pirate? <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, then just ignore all of the stuff I just said and uh, <laughs> pretend that I said the right thing. <laughs> I, th I think all the stuff you said was right. Um, this is just a little fun bonus thing. In the hotel, <laughs> multiple things are right. Yeah. All right, so uh, characters 
uh, can have three different backgrounds. Uh, they can either be guests, staff, or anomalies. So when you introduce your character, if you don't mind reading the little blurb about your background, and uh, we can uh, start at the top. <laughs> That's me. I'm I'm at the top. Um, so I am uh, an anomaly. Um, my my name is Flores One Eight and Seventeen. Um, <laughs> my traits are cold, distorted, and methodical. And uh, I am an anomaly. Someone or something distinctly wrong that has manifested inside the hotel. I could be the doppelganger of one of the guests from another place in time, a ghost, an unholy amalgate of missing staff members, a sinister stalker who slipped in following a guest, a monster, a manifestation of the hotel itself, or some other deeply disturbing thing. Whatever you are, you are not supposed to be here, and yet you are trapped just as everyone else is. As an anomaly, I am concerned with scaring the guests, playing them against each other, and toying with them in any way I see fit. I am also concerned with avoiding the staff. I am also playing an anomaly. My anomaly's name is Ningal. Um, her pronouns are she, her. Uh, her traits are capricious, possessive, and uncanny. Uh, and her look is uh, often a shadow that appears to be quote-unquote leaking, but that's just her hair extending everywhere. If she manifests as a more humanoid, uh, she is pale with long dark hair that covers most of her face and a long black dress. In her true form, she is tall and spindly, made of sharp edges. She appears to be clad in a skin-tight black clothing, but that is really her hair winding around her body. What skin is visible is the white of bleached bone, and she has no eyes. <laughs> Listen, I'm on my, you know, the ring bullshit with this character. Oh, no, I'm not yeah. even gonna pretend I'm not. Absolutely. Can, it's good. Can I... Floors 1, 8, and 17 don't have as much of a... Uh, character description but it's just kind of like if one day the lobby moved up to floor two (laughs) and there's a new lobby on floor one the the false lobby (laughs) the pretender Mm -hmm. the adversary yep just just pop Uh, in love it incredible uh so i am a guest of the hotel california either scooped up from the present day or displaced from my time period or alternate universe. I am on the run from something. It might be a masked killer who chased me to the hotel's doorstep or the expectations of my family, but the hotel only appears to people who need to get away. I might not know it yet, but I am trapped inside the hotel indefinitely. As a guest, I'm concerned with investigating and provoking the anomalies. Great. (laughs) Solving or ignoring your personal problems, pestering the staff, and finding a way to leave the hotel. Um, My character's name is Theo Delaney. Uh, They use they-them pronouns. Their traits are inquisitive, anxious, and creative. Um, Their look, uh, for the most part, pretty average, a little on the short side, scrawny, and with light brown wavy hair that falls around chin length and usually over part of their face. Their eyes are large and dark, often giving them the look of being startled, but their most distinct feature is the almost ink-blue in colour burn scars that mottle their skin. In terms of dress, their clothes are largely claimed from the hotel's lost and found, and so can be an eclectic mix of styles. And to clarify, uh, it's kind of hard to pin their age, but somewhere in their early to mid-twenties. Wicked. Well, I, the member of the staff, of the Hotel California, 
Perhaps an elevator operator, a bartender, a maid, or even the night manager themselves. I serve the well-being and upkeep of the hotel first and foremost, and the guests second. Much like the guests, I may be from any place in time and are similarly uh, prevented from leaving the hotel. I have been here a long time and know much more about it, the, ho the hotel than I disclose to guests. As staff, I'm concerned with running the day-to-day -day operations of the hotel, keeping the guests happy, ignorant, and provided for, and preventing the anomalies from making trouble. So I am playing your guide or friend, the constant companion in this world and the next, <laughs> uh, be at your service. Uh, in another world, another life, he is known as Hereafter T. Understein, the liar slash lawyer. Uh, but here, I am simply your concierge. Um, my traits are charming, mysterious, and patient. And my look is a bright smile, an obscured face, and a neat suit. Love it. And I will, uh, you will learn more about me as we go along. Awesome. Um, all right, so we'll play in the air tonight to start. Yep. Well, it, we're supposed to talk about safety rules. Uh, I think we mostly have talked about them off mic. out of characters. Uh, but there, there, there is like a pretty nice safety, like specific safety tools page. It's like this is a horror game. People will be frightened, manipulative, aggressive, and violent. Uh, but it's still just a game. Mm -hmm. So yep. It should be fun to do those things, and it shouldn't be something that makes anybody uncomfortable. Uh, it should be safe even when you're scared. Yep. So, we all know that. The game tells you that pretty pretty clearly and, and pretty well. Mm -hmm. uh, so you should keep it in mind as well. Yeah. Dear listener. <laughs> I, I, I like that specified here uh, from Marn is, remember to always ask for consent before portraying an act of violence or aggression that impacts someone else's character. And remember that any player reserves the right to say no to you. Rather than allowing that to stop a scene in its tracks, work with that player decide on what might happen in the scene instead. So, just dope. Very good. Also, just at the top, a uh, kind of blanket warning that because this is a horror game, uh, this may include some body horror. Uh, we won't get super visceral with it, but uh, if body horror is not your thing, you might want to skip this arc. You'll be missing out because Riley's here. So, you know, but, you know, be safe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will not be humorous this time. <laughs> Only speaking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. so. Oh, I'm sorry, Riley. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was, I was like, I am itching to get going. I'm so excited. <laughs> Me too. Uh, so the first thing that we do is uh, we play a round of In the Air Tonight. You are supposed to play by yourself quietly, but uh, that doesn't make for great radio. Uh, so we're going to play it out loud. Sorry, Marn. And to do this, uh, we choose what sort of dream we've been having and what happened in it. We choose freely. And because of our most recent dream, there's something about us, some detail of our mood, appearance, goals, or action that everyone might notice. Decide what the detail is, and the next time you play, announce it to the table. I love how many dream prompts there are. I'm just like, oh, that's a page. Oh, there's two pages. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so much choice. It's very good. Uh, I... My indecisive ass is having a time. <laughs> I have an idea. Mm -hmm. 
if 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 I may take the take the first dream slot here. You are obliged to as our guest player. Yep. All right. I'm going to hit the the audio button since this will be in character. All right. <laughs> um so I have been dreaming about my past lately and remembering an old debt unpaid. It's hard for a floor to dream for a, for a, a series of rooms for carpet for walls but walls have memories because they weren't always here they came in these walls all of them they used to just be four they used to sit on the outside of a building and there used to be people who lived inside them one one group one family and then they left they 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 left these walls. They left the home that they had, and they left it empty. And then eventually, that house left. Maybe to try to find them. Maybe to try to go after them. But whatever it is, that house is now here, and it remembers that debt unpaid, and it's a debt to it. It was a debt that it was promised that it would protect these people and it would sit around these people and then those people chose to leave its protection. And it is furious about that. Uh, I think you would know that floors 1, 7, 1, 8, and 17 are very hostile to mm-hmm. people who stay there too long. <laughs> Dang. Mm-hmm. That's just like, okay, there's the bar. Fuck. Okay. I mean, <laughs> all right. Wicked. <sighs> Oh, August is next. Okay. I feel bad. <laughs> uh, so I've chosen, you've been dreaming of a meal lately, and I'm kind of combining two of the endings of the prompt, uh, and it's made of things that should be inedible, and you're still hungry no matter how much you eat. And <sighs> I think that the dream involves trying desperately to consume the emotions of the people in the hotel but nothing ever sates her (laughs) you say now what there's something about you that people would notice as well yes sorry um spaced out on that um and i think the the people would notice that whenever she speaks there's an under an underlaying growling tone as if, like, her stomach is constantly empty. Cool. Rough. Um, I'm taking one that isn't at all inspired by my use of Discord. Um, I've been dreaming of a phone call lately, and the person on the other hand is trying, on the other end of the line, is trying to warn you of something. And I think what this is, is the dream is the phone keeps ringing and Theo picks up and the line is awful and it's crackling and it's intermittent and just keeps hearing fragments of words and they keep saying I can't hear you what did you say and the person says it the line clears and I say I'm gonna hang up and call you back and so he hangs up and the phone rings again and exactly the same thing happens and it's always the same kind of big rotary phone like despite the fact that maybe there are no other phones like that around or it has no plagues being in this otherwise maybe modern-looking hotel room, it's always like a big Bakelite rotary phone, that loud, almost drilling-sounding ringing. And he picks up and it's just this crackly, intermittent voice trying to warn them of something. And uh, 
probably wakes up to a phone ringing because you know that sucks um mm. i think the thing everyone notices is theo keeps hearing a phone ringing and is always looking around for the phone like to try and answer it but like it just periodically they keep hearing this phone ringing very cool love it love it indeed um hereafter has been dreaming about the future lately uh and seeing a stranger he hasn't met yet uh, hereafter mr service the name hereafter to undersigned is is unknown to him yet uh but he is seeing a man who works with machines and who has something he needs to build. And Mr. Service knows that he is important in that building and that he has new work to do and he can't do it in here. So the thing you notice about B. Hedger Service is that he is looking at the door more and more often. Slick. <laughs> Love it. Cool. Alrighty. Um, so now we go into the rest of the mini games. So I'm going to quickly rattle through them for our listening audience and give Riley some time to pick one if they don't know already. There is In the Air Tonight, Is There Something I Should Know, Hit Me With Your Best Shot, Staying Alive, Who Can It Be Now, Fight It Out, I Want to Dance With Somebody, I Think We're Alone Now, Time After Time, um, Burning Down the House is like an optional final game. And the additional games that Marn let us use are Telephone Line and Night Swimming. So they all have secondary names, but I thought I'd just do the fun song title names. <laughs> I would um I would love to fight it out. I'd love to meet uh, fist to fist with um my my good other anomaly. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Fucking dope. So let me let me crack this open and let me read the prompt for this. So where is it? There it is. Only you and your chosen partner play. Decide how the two of you came to be alone and fighting it out. What do you notice about each other? What do you want from this fight? How badly are you willing to hurt each other? During the game, anyone may ask for details of the setting or circumstances. So here's my my theory. Is mm -hmm. are you are you well I guess more of a question. Are you a kind of are you an anomaly that wanders the halls? Like, are you, would you come to floors one, eight, or 17? Yes. I think our relationship is pretty adversarial, especially since you chose this game. Uh, so I think that, um, especially if I'm feeling particularly, not upset, but like if I'm feeling particularly a certain kind of way, I'll just come up to one of those floors to antagonize you. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I I think that this is happening on, on the 17th floor, right? Like, mm -hmm. this is, like, this high up. And there are definitely, like, air quotes, staff, air quote un, un air quotes, on this floor. Mm -hmm. But, like, they are staff that are firmly rooted in the ground. Um, They are, like, they they are, it's, you, you know when you see something made of, of, clay or plastic and it is has a base on it and it is part of that base like it is one item up and down mm -hmm. it's like that um their feet are always rooted to the floor and they still walk but it just stretches from the floor to their foot and then back down again 
um, as if they are an apparition. Um, who has more advantage or influence on the other? I guess if you came up here to antagonize me, you technically have more influence on me because I can't pursue you to another floor. I was actually going to say that, like, you have the advantage here because this is, you have control of this domain. I'm tough. Like, this mm. is, this is inside of you. You can do whatever you want here. So, um, I do want to ask though, since floor 17 is a higher floor, are there, like, uh, penthouses up here? Um, I'm, I'm imagining it kind of like, yes, like, there's the elevator, it dings, there's, a hallway there's always a hallway mm -hmm. um and it um kind of at the end of the hallway you get to a um like there's normal hotel rooms on either side on either side of the hallway leading down and when you get to the end there is a restaurant and bar and that has a kind of patio that goes out and it looks higher than 17 and it looks out over a landscape that is different um every time it's different <laughs> nice yeah so i want to say you have the advantage here absolutely so, um, let me see. Let me see. I think you, you touch me, landing a glancing blow on one of my walls. Do you press your attack or do you give me a moment? What does that look like? I absolutely press the attack. I think maybe I've been running my fingers along the wall and like one of my, like I've made my hand kind of claw-like and one of my claws like catches on a seam in the wallpaper and I just like mm -hmm. scoop my hand under it and just rip it down. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, there is like a kind of like a, a, a silent gurgle is a weird way to put it, but there's like a intensive frustration here. Nice. And it, you do, you hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> I overreach slightly and you have the opportunity to slip in a dirty blower cut. Do you take it? Oh, absolutely. I think like you're you're doing that tear, right? And um suddenly like from down the hallway comes one of these like air quotes staff members, which mm -hmm. are just like again rooted, and they just start like slamming into you, and as they hit you, they 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 shatter. Um they like shatter into to different chunks of wood and plaster and drywall and they hit the ground and then they just seat back into it. But yes, oh, absolutely. I keep slipping in these dirty blows. Like, as you weren't looking, it just hits you in the back. I think, like, she's manifested in her, her true form. And so mm -hmm. all of these shards are, like, slicing at her and mm -hmm. just, like, slicing her hair away. And as the hair falls down, it, like, slithers like a snake into a shadow to be, like, absorbed there. Um, mm -hmm. And I am very obviously perturbed by this mm -hmm. um we circle each other like stalking animals which i what do you say to me is it like the doors around you are all opening and closing and like slamming shut like you are like standing in the hallway and they're going like bah, 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 on every side of you oh i love that visual yes i think what i say to you is I can't think exactly how she'd phrase it, but it's something along the lines of, you know, enjoy your your control here while you can. Uh, I will dismantle you and remodel you as I see fit. Oh, I, I'm mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to modify this one a bit. I catch mm -hmm. one of your doorknobs in my hand and slam the door 
uh, shut. Do you allow it, or do you shove me away and continue to fight? Um, <laughs> do I have to pick shove you away? I think you grab one of those doorknobs in your hand, you close the door, you like hold it in, so that way you're like exerting your will over this. And mm -hmm. I think that like the door fights for a second, and then um, that strand of wallpaper that you tore down, like is like we get the shot of like your you like looking into the camera and like they, they, that wallpaper like reaching around the back and like yanking you in mm -hmm. you know like just like splat like like trying to push you now against that door and then like the wood the each individual wood tether like coming out as like a kind of like maw to try to glorp you in oh god i love that so much oh mm -hmm. man Mm -hmm. and and then like the voice as you're going into this door that is a mouth at this point is just uh, a, a a facsimile of a mouth it says something to the effect of uh what about this do you see this fit uh i think the the only reaction Ningal gives is just to to kind of like snarl and growl mhm 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 mm um are we on our are we on our second or third I think we're we're to the point where we can ask closing questions if you want. Mm -hmm. I want to. I think I want you to be able to ask the closing question. Okay. Um. Yeah. But but which is? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. I I grapple you into a hold as we just described with the the fucking mouth. Uh, do you submit or twist and bite me to escape from my grasp? Hmm. I think I definitely uh twist and lash mm -hmm. out i don't think it's it's biting necessarily but it's mm -hmm. like hair wrapping around the the bits of you uh that are holding mm -hmm. me and like kind of like tearing it away um mm -hmm. so i can scramble free absolutely and i think that as you do that like that door that you were getting chomped into shatters and in there is just a room and there's a family in there <laughs> <laughs> very scared oh my gosh that's beautiful Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I think the best one that fits mm -hmm. because I'm not interested in opening myself up to being killed uh mm -hmm. on the first game. Yeah. <laughs> you knock me to the ground with a powerful blow. Do you allow me to recover or am I forced to submit? Oh, I think you absolutely recover because like I think that like the the pushback of that day that ex that like um kind of like tearing that happened at the door um i think wounded floor 17 as much as it wounded you and so i think there's kind of like a all right we need to we both need to fall away from here for a moment mm -hmm. and like i think that like the ding the elevator's <laughs> here <laughs> i think at that ding like i i kind of snarl again mm -hmm. and uh I'm going to I'm going to run away at this point because I did I I hurt you which is what I wanted and it's not worth mm -hmm. it to me uh to risk being hurt any further so when the elevator dings uh as the doors slide open I just kind of like not shatter but just like pieces of me just like dissolve and slither away um mm -hmm. as like my hair pulls itself apart and just leaves nothing but a shadow that just kind of collapses to the floor Mm -hmm. the ground's wet <laughs> yeah cool love that do most horror movies enter with a with a fight between 
two scary things? Probably not, but I think it's a good tone setter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the pre-credit sequence. Yeah. Exactly. Sets the mood. <laughs> oh, boy. They're fighting. <laughs> Let them fight. Unfortunately, because you chose that, I can't do my original thought. I'll save that for later. But... Hmm. Can't believe we're gonna enemies to lovers trope a creepy <laughs> specter and a three different three disparate floors of a hotel. I'm here for it. Um, how about I want to dance with someone or somebody? Good lord! And uh, hey, be Hatcher service. Yes. How did we come to be dancing together? Ah, uh, well, you, you just tore up the <laughs> eighth floor. <laughs> and I probably need to do something about that. <laughs> uh, and if, and if this bizarre ritual of dance is enough to soothe you such that our guests do not continue to be frightened uh, to return to their rooms, then I will do it. Awesome. Uh, so, for the setup, ask your chosen partner how you came to be dancing together. Other players may join freely if it makes sense for their characters to be present at the dance. Um, what do we notice about each other, and are we awkward or self-assured? So, be at your service, always, he's got, like, a bunch of pens, he's got, like, a, like a, an endless, seemingly endless little, uh, notepad that fits in the pocket of his shirt, mm -hmm. um, and he is usually, like, writing in it, but I think today it has a different colored cover? Like, it's usually, like, just a, like, a little tiny black, like, leather-bound notebook, and now it is red. Okay. Cool. Um, I think you notice that she's in a more humanoid form, um, so she's not, like, a monster made of hair and darkness. She's a human woman wearing a long black dress that, uh, it's like a cocktail dress, I think. And uh, mm -hmm. there are um, some gashes in it that weren't there before, but they look very artfully placed. So she looks a little ragged, but make it fashion. Mm -hmm. Yes, I mean, that is the prevailing style of the day. <laughs> uh, I'm always wearing a neat suit. Um, and in. Every shot that has B. Hatcher in it, uh, the camera, for whatever reason, can never seem to find focus or light on his face at the same time. Fantastic. The only thing that you ever can ever make out is his smile. I love this shady motherfucker. Me too. It's mysterious. All right, so we 
take turns asking each other questions, having the worst dancer ask first. Uh, each of us may ask two questions, taking turns before the dance ends. Mm-hmm. So who do you think is the worst dancer? You. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that tracks. That tracks. I'm I'm not an anomaly known for my revelry capabilities, so I'm and and I can always uh, know what to do to make a guest feel at ease. That includes dancing. Yep, sounds good to me. So, um, can I ask where this dance is happening? Let me scroll up to the room list. Uh, we have the indoor gym and day spa. We have the conference ballroom, the arcade and billiards rooms, several restaurants, the boiler room, the room with blood-colored walls, the library, a parlor and billiards room, an in-house drugstore, the famous McKinney murder room, an indoor croquet court, a presidential suite, a sports bar and billiards room, vending machines, and ice machines. May I suggest that we bumped into each other in one of the restaurants that's, like, currently closed either for renovation or just because it's only open for, like, dinner? And there's, mm-hmm. like, a conspicuously, like, there's a place where a table has been removed, but everything else is, like, the chairs are put up on the tables, and there's not really anybody there. Empty chairs at empty tables. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that song goes. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, that sounds good. Um, what is the restaurant? What does it usually serve, and what is the decor? Um... I think that it's, like, known for its steaks, like, huge slabs of prime cuts that are always cooked to perfection and always really juicy, but I think it's, like, kind of upscale, so, like, the tablecloths are very nice, Uh, the chairs are real wood, maybe, like, mahogany, I'm imagining them kind of dark wood, um, low light, maybe the tables have candles on them. And you'd think they'd be unlit right now, but they are all lit. Of course they are. It's all about setting up the ambiance. Yeah. Where's the music coming from, though? Or is there music? Mm-hmm. I think that there is an old transistor radio playing. Ooh. Dig it. It's that crackly, kind of tube-warmed... Mm-hmm. Uh, quality to the music, it's like Ella Fitzgerald or you know Louis Armstrong. That sounds perfect. Can it be several songs playing mm. like like throughout each other? You know when sometimes you start humming a song in your head and you remember the chorus, but then you accidentally end up in a different song. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. There, there. It's not in not in a way that's like even unpleasant. It's like. Uh, Neil Cicerega. Neil Cicerega does the hits. I love uh, it. From the, the, fif- the 40s, the 50s, and today. My yes. dark secret is that I used to think that he and Gabriel Gundacker were the same person. <laughs> Incredible. Oh my goodness. Like, they, I mean, I guess they have similar bodies of work, but they look nothing alike. I never had seen... <laughs> Neil did so much like, oh yeah, the music guy. He must be—he's the Potter Potter Pupper Towels guy. The guy who's like, oh, is this music? He did Potter Pupper Towels. Wow, <laughs> wild indeed. <laughs> um, yeah, and so yeah, so it's, it's like um, 
Yeah, it's like it goes in from from ver- song to song, but like mixed together. Uh, one last question before uh, we begin. Is this something we've done before? Well, I mean, you're supposed to try to hide from me, but that has never really seemed to be the thing that you care about doing. Um, so in, perhaps this is a tradition. Okay. Yeah, I like that a lot. In, in, the, in a long history of, of Hereafter slash Behasher having charged relationships with powerful people. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay. So I think... Honestly, I kind of think that we we literally bump into each other while the music is playing and just out of habit, just like fall into step of a dance. Mm. And because of who I am as a person and because of who Ningal is, my hair falls across my face and into where my eyes would be. Do you brush it aside? Um, yes. Uh, I say... Being a being of, of Eldritch Shadow is no excuse for not being tidy. <laughs> um, that laugh is in character, uh, mm. by the way. Um, yeah, Nengal just kind of laughs and is like, always the impeccable host, I see. If I wasn't, this building would have no use for me. I am hardly what you would consider to be a good host or a good guest, and yet I'm still allowed to be here. Perhaps it would allow you to a moment of untidiness. Perhaps. Um, I lose the rhythm briefly, stepping out of time. Do you let me stumble or coax me back to the beat? Hmm. I think I let you stumble just because it entertains me to watch you lose your step, especially because you're typically so impeccable, and uh, I didn't quite get what I wanted out of my previous encounter with Floor 17, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, so hereafter kind of steps out of beats and, like, stops for a second and looks... Like at the door to this room, and takes a deep breath, and like you know, runs his fingers through his hair, it makes it makes it neat again, uh, and comes back to you. Hmm. We break apart from each other, briefly separating. When I pull you close again, do you shy away? Uh, no. Uh, I I I I am pulled close. Uh close enough to to speak directly into your ear Um, and I say you know this place has no rhyme or reason why even stay at all that is the question is it not usually the question I'm asked by our guests is how how to leave but people like us or things like us <laughs> I am I am more 
concerned with the desire and the capability. I don't say anything in response. When the dance ends, will you stand with me a little longer or flee? Definitely flee, and I think what this looks like is maybe... Maybe it's almost like one of those swing moves where, like, one partner kind of, like, spins the other partner out. Mm-hmm. And uh, instead of, like, staying, uh, my hand just, like, slips from yours as if pulled by momentum, and I do a final spin before kind of, like, stepping into a convenient shadow, and then I am gone. Hereafter is uh, alone left in this room. Uh, and he kind of looks after, or sorry, the Hatcher. It's the same man. Uh, the Hatcher service is left alone in this room, uh, which seems, you know, like, like cuts out to like a wider angled shot, and it's just this huge room full of nobody. And he kind of stands there alone for a second, and then he pulls the red notebook out of his pocket and writes something in it and looks to a table nearby uh, with a little tea candle on it. And he kind of picks it up between his fingers and he brings it close and he blows it out and we cut to black. Can I add something to that? The end of that scene? Absolutely. The music started to skip after B was left alone. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, hell yeah. That ruled. <laughs> Yeah, Did I love it. Alrighty. Uh, Riley, are you down for playing time after time? Oh, absolutely. Oh my um, goodness. Let me see here. Let me scroll uh, to Page it. 26. Bless I'm going to be doing that every time someone says the name and I sing the song. <laughs> oh, okay, A Memory of the Hotel. Absolutely. Okay, so set up. Set the scene with your chosen partners. Decide which part of the hotel you're in and what you're doing at the moment. You begin to notice things aren't the same. Other players may join freely if it makes sense for their characters to be there. Uh, and then it's, you've established what part of the hotel's history are you now seeing? What questions could this flashback answer for you? What might the hotel be trying to convey by showing you this? During the game, anyone may ask for details of the setting, occasion, and circumstances. Hmm. So I have an idea for the setup. I haven't necessarily figured out much more than that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think Theo likes using the elevators because there's more risk of running into other people. So they tend to use like the back stairs. Mm-hmm. And I think because they're so distracted because they thought they're here at phone ringing, they don't notice because they're heading for the ground floor. Sorry, the first floor mm-hmm. uh, where the vending machines are. And they just know to go to the bottom of the stairs. So they don't realize that it's more stairs than it was Mm -hmm. before. So they end up on floor one. So. Yeah. I, and like, I think that if we hit this, what this flashback is, is like, um, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think who's, I think there's a a family, a family of four that is at at the lobby. You can, you open up that door and it is like a full, like, you know, kind of like, I have a very specific idea of what this lobby looks like. Let me Google it really quick. Um, because I am a trash can when it comes to this specific thing. And I am going to post a picture of, it looks kind of like 
this. It's like weirdly open. It has a like it's like oh like look at this. Mm. Look at how nice there is. There's a fountain there that like goes off Pretty. to the side in like a kind of Greco Roman like like French like looking architecture and shit. But yeah, there's like people checking in and like I don't know if it's immediately obvious that it's a flashback. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, what time period is this evoking? Because we have to establish who was born slash began to exist. Um, <laughs> manifested? This is uh, 2003. Okay. Um, and when did Floors 1, 8, and 17 <laughs> manifest for the first time? I think that they were around in the 90s. Uh, then you would go first because Theo was born much longer before that. So mm -hmm. then, then yes, okay, all right. Uh... So you will be going first. Uh, so each person presents a detail of the past. Then the person on their left chooses an option to finish the prompt, and then we discuss what transpires or play out as a scene. Involving as many people as necessary. Um, so yeah, I don't think Theo twigs at first that it's a fly. If there's still vending machines tucked around the corner, mm -hmm. if the vending machines are still there, then that's where they're going. You can get some mellow yellow, some spark, uh, some. I like... know none of these things. What are you speaking of? <laughs> imagine, 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 like you know, like soda that existed like directly in like like the from like ninety eight to like two thousand and six. That's just like way too like. Hip in the future kind of shit. Mm. It's got canned tang. Yes. Doctor Doctor Pib. <laughs> oh Jesus. I think Theo has possibly been at the hotel long enough to realise that this isn't their time period mm -hmm. uh at all. So probably doesn't necessarily to just like, okay, another soda that I've never heard of. <laughs> it makes a choice based on the can colour, mm -hmm. I guess. <laughs> semi-charmed kind of life is playing over the radio <laughs> um it's slightly detuned mm -hmm. i want to because uh, i said theo wears different things currently they're wearing like straight-legged uh gray pants uh mismatched uh chuck taylor's uh graphic t-shirt with a pair of suspenders over the top the suspenders and pants clearly match the t-shirt does not neither do, obviously the chucks and like a big cable knit cardigan over the top with like massive pockets that they're proceeding to shove the snacks into mm -hmm. um so. i uh i try to escape the time shift and the hotel fights me uh there's like a weird pull in this lobby like the lobby itself does not want to be here Ooh. Mm. Did I finish the loop, or do you finish the prompt? I thought you finished the, yes. the prompt. Okay, which obviously yes. is better. Mm. I'm a sucker for making the lights and electronics in the building go haywire. Mm. I have mm. to say, that's my inner gremlin. Just like, yes, let's fuck with everything. The, the, the lights start like flashing for a second, and the person running the computer is like, oh, I'm sorry, we're having a slight difficulty today. And like the family like laughs, like ignoring the weirdness of like the building shuddering and like the lights flickering wildly for a moment. Yeah. If, if you listen closely, like you can hear the sound of a, uh, like the electric doors, the automatic doors that open and close, like, like uh, the the hydraulics on those let out a fucking whine. Hey, that cool. Mm -hmm. um, I think the vending machine probably powers down as well. Like the little light inside, it goes off, mm -hmm. and Theo like 
immediately starts looking around, trying to figure out what the source is, like what is happening. I think maybe as they're looking around, they start to figure out, oh, wait, this is not the usual lobby. <laughs> huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, soda cans are like kind of getting tossed in a weird way at the the plastic from inside of the the thing. So mm-hmm. it's like a dum, 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 dum. like nice. it's trying to knock like something is trying to escape it. Mm. Uh, Got to back back away from that uh, rapidly. Hmm. Liberty bumps. There's so many to choose from. Ha. Ah. <laughs> okay, something here does not want me to see the past. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I, I know exactly what that is. It is um someone from the present acting in their own interest. This is room one, the floor one. This is mm-hmm. they, they don't want you to see what's happening. Um, as you're trying to like kind of back away and look around, there is a like you bump into somebody immediately behind you, mm-hmm. and um, it is one of those kind of facsimiles of a staff member that I talked about before. Um, mm-hmm. that are rooted to the ground, um, that's features are plain. You can kind of see like the, the lines of, um, like this is a manufactured thing on it, you know? Like when you look mm-hmm. really close to a 3D printing and you can see like where mm. each level is. Yeah. It like is right there and it's in a staff outfit and it is, it just, uh, says, you are not meant to be on this floor. Uh, um, I'm so sorry. I, oh, don't um, be. Uh, 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 and Theo sort of like backs up, uh, drops one of the things and, uh, eyes go a little bit bigger because mm-hmm. I think they're perceptive enough to realize that's some wackadoodle shit. Um, <laughs> and is looking around for the door that they came in to the lobby through to try and get back out. <laughs> Whether it's there, who knows, but, uh, they're looking for it. Oh, yes. Like, as you're looking for it, like, the thing is, like, continuing to move forward and invade your personal space in this moment to try to, like, continue to also push you back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, God, I have to do this for myself because I can think of more ways to scare you, but I'm trying to scare <laughs> the floor. Mm-hmm. I, I know I bump into somebody that I know personally in my own time. Oh, okay. God. I mean, I'm tempted to pull Zachary in and just have it be a younger version of B. Hatcher, a staff member just recently hired. Mm-hmm. If you're down, Zach. Sure. Uh, funny that I was just recently hired in the 1990s uh, or the 2003 when I am from the 1950s. But time is strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm from the 1930s, so you know. <laughs> Maybe you worked backwards. You and were... also the space future. <laughs> you were hired in the 2000s and then worked from 2000 to 1950. Ooh. And uh, that, would, that would drop me off in time to get picked up by the devil. <laughs> hey, Hades Town. Um, right. Hades Town. Yeah. Um, okay, so the floor is scaring Theo in the guise of a staff member. Yes, absolutely. Excuse me, friend. I don't know if you're where you're supposed to be. The the floor like steps back in such a way and like recoils from 
you and um, makes like a the hydraulics hiss off the door again and the sodas continue to bounce off the inside plexiglass of the the soda machine the vending machine as it's like beginning to splinter slightly and the floor goes um you know nothing of where i am supposed to be or where i am wow yeah that's even better than the, the broadway pentecostal choir <laughs> uh uh, uh, um, the, the Hatcher pulls a notebook uh, in this timeline and is black out of his pocket and says, okay, so we need to get a repairman in about those hydraulics. Sounds like that vending machine hasn't been serviced yet. And uh, you, youngster, uh, you trying to check in? Pointing, pointing at, uh, at at Theo. I, I, I've been here um, a, a, a little bit. Uh, I was just getting snacks i can go of course you've got a room key right uh huh and i fumble in my pockets and pull out a room key is it a card or is it a physical key mm. is it is it is it the right kind of thing for this time i think it might be like a like a 1920s like a proper like tooth metal key like an old school key with like a probably with one of those wooden like labels with the room number on it as well so it's a real hassle to get it out of the pocket <laughs> it just like gets stuck and uh pulls it out with like a jangle of like metal against wood checks out to me see if a guest has a key that means they're a guest sorry i uh can't really make out your badge what, what department are you in i am with the floor i work on this floor Genitorial, all right. <laughs> it's try it's trying to block you from sight of the lobby as well. Of the lobby that wait, where are we not we're not in the lobby? We're in the lobby, but like block you from sight of the desk, sorry. Where the family is checking. Where the family is checking in. Uh I think because you're here now, you can pick one of these prompts, Zach, like one of the details of the past. Okay. Uh sure. Uh <laughs> I mean, obviously something here does not want me to see the past, uh, but that might be too easy. Uh, let me, I wasn't expecting to look at these prompts, so let me look at these prompts real quick. <laughs> While you're looking at that, I've got the music from the game Control just playing in my ears. Like, <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect. Great. That's, yeah, that's, I'm listening to Ella Fitzgerald. Um, <laughs> these are really good prompts. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. So B. Hatcher looks at uh, the staff member and says, you know what, I I can find the, the roster. I'll figure out who you are. Uh, I create a paradox or manage to change an important event uh, as I walk past you to the desk. Because of this... I think, Riley, it's your turn to finish a prompt, so you have it. I, uh... Something or someone important vanishes. Uh, I think that family is no longer checking in, and you stop them, and instead they walk out. <laughs> oh, like they don't get trapped in the hotel? They don't get trapped in the hotel, and, like, the staff member 
me the floor uh begins to rebel they like go to use the automatic doors but they are not opening and so instead they go to one of the analog ones and are able to open it without a problem and the staff member looks back at them and is just like no 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 and um trying to pursue but their feet are rooted they can't go after them and the family leaves the the wood uh the staff member continues to try to strain to get out and kind of like uh chase them yeah but like they begin to to tear i guess you know in like Mm. the way that a minifigure would if you put too much pressure on it Mm. and um i think b hatcher is gonna notice you and turn around and come back and put a hand on the staff member's shoulder Mm -hmm. and say oh you're new so Listen, something I've learned in my years of working in the hospitality business is you just can't get them all. Um, Maybe you you want some coffee? (laughs) (laughs) I think we're at a point. We should take a break. (laughs) We're at a point where we could end the flashback, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Uh, how how does the hotel remove us from this flashback? Mm. I think abruptly. Mm-hmm. Assumingly, does Hatcher won't come back because he was in the two thousand moment, right? So it's flaws one, eight, and seventeen, and Theo going back. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, probably. Yeah. I mean, well, that means you get to have a fun memory of that happening. <laughs> so it could also mean you have two different Thatchers. Mm. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, yeah. Wow. Double double service. Hmm. Okay, so we get slammed immediately back. Mm-hmm. Abruptly is is good. Mm-hmm. So the, the everything updates in the like just like boom, instantly. I think there's the shatter of the plastic from the soda machine, and then you look back and it's all healed. It's mm-hmm. it's broken open. There's plastic on the ground, but there is like modern sodas in there. <laughs> We're in a different time. <laughs> Yeah, but do I bring anything back to my time with you? Do I still have the 2,000 snacks in my pocket? Mm-hmm, do mm-hmm, I get to keep mm-hmm. them? Oh, wicked. Absolutely. Hell yeah. All right. And think individually about what I've learned from my time in the past. I'm about to discover the batshit sodas of the year 2000. But um, <laughs> The thing I've learned is that I hate Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, join the club. There's a list. Um, I think Theo realizes something about how. Or I think one Theo learns about that floor being sentient, uh, which is less about the past, but more something that's going to be happen. Or realizes there's been that shift in the lobby. I think it's just sort of like figuring out. What, trying to get an idea of what the anomaly is and the, the vibe of it. Because they're a reasonably bright person. So, yeah, I think, I think it's that. Like there's so, I think maybe at, at this point, and also the reaction, I think this is maybe when Theo starts putting together that they might not be able to leave. Because I don't think they know yet. So, yeah, that, that's what Theo learns.
Hi, it's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!